0: Welcome to The Great People Show, your guide to greatness, your GPS to excellence. Here's your host, J.J. White.
1: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to The Great People Show. I am your host, J.J. White. And, of course, in the studio with us this morning is Kelsey. Good morning, Kelsey. Good morning. And if you're noticing anything special about me this morning... I have been battling a head cold, and so far, it's the greatest thing that's ever happened to my radio voice, because today is Barry White Day. (laughs) We do share the same last name. But in all seriousness, I'm really excited about today's show. Uh, I have never seen a social media response to a topic we have done like I have this week. What did you notice about that, Kelsey?
2: Uh, It blew up very quickly. It blew up. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I remember you had posted it, and I went and looked at it an hour later, and you had like 90 comments on it and I was like okay we totally
1: blew up the internet <laughs> it's
2: like all right this is going to be a, this is a good topic this is going to be a good show
1: oh it's going to be a great show and I think it, it strikes a chord because today we're talking about regrets and the big topic on Facebook was well at first we positioned it as in LinkedIn and Twitter is um, if you have regrets what are they and it just blew up I mean so many people 90 plus 95 percent listed their regrets. And we're going to cover some of those later. There was a there was a very, very small piece of the population that said, I have no regrets. So the next night we went with, do you even believe in regrets? Mm-hmm. And uh, this is going to be an amazing show for you to call into today because clearly people want to share some of those regrets um, or their opinion on, should you even have regrets? And we want to talk to you about that. 804 454 You can call the show anytime. And I went into the show feeling like one should never have regrets. Uh, I used to have regrets. Uh, it used to be something that I really let get to me. Missed opportunities. Yeah. Missed chances with loved ones that's passed. And I just realized it just completely took over my thoughts. So here I was and am years later getting myself to the point where I just don't really have regrets because I truly felt everything I've been through has defined who I am today. But I've changed my mind. And you'll know why by the time the show is over. Kelsey, do you have regrets?
2: Well, I feel like I was kind of the same way where you kind of like I'll mull over it for a few days or maybe if it's something really big, like maybe a few weeks. But then I'm just kind of like, it's it. It is what it is. It's over now. Yeah, it's already happened. No dwelling. On. Yep. Don't yep. dwell on it.
1: Yep. Are you are you are you going to let us hear some of your regrets that you've had in the past? Maybe. <laughs> Meaning not right now. <laughs> Maybe later. Okay. Fair enough. Um, as I was looking at my own life, I looked at these regrets as either what I did that I wish I hadn't, and what I didn't do and should have. You know, they're all around actionable, actionable behaviors that I was engaged in. Like, you know, I really regret saying that to that person or making that decision. Um, to your point, Kelsey, you can't rewind time and take anything back.
2: Mm-hmm. You just let it go.
1: And in, in all the social media response we received, vast majority was not a regret doing something. It was a regret not doing something. And I think that is the most powerful regret to learn from, is as long as you're still on this earth, the clock has not ran out yet. Mm -hmm. We had people talking about, I regret going to school. I regret taking piano lessons. Go sign up for piano lessons. (laughs) I mean, go for it. It doesn't matter. Our friend uh, David Saunders, who joined the call, uh, joined the show last week, which I think he's watching us on Facebook Live right now. Mm -hmm. He took piano lessons. Now, he's a young guy, right? He's a young Philly, but, you know. (laughs) Um, So uh, to call into the show and to share with us your thoughts on regrets, or maybe you just want to tell us about some of your regrets or the fact that you don't have any regrets, and here's why, 804-454-1366. I made a list of top regrets that I either saw, read, heard, experienced myself at some point in my life. It's a long (laughs) list. I have such a long list of regrets. I actually stopped. I could have kept going with this. And I was like, you know, maybe counterproductive on the show to t- say, well, do you believe in regrets? Here's 55 that we found. <laughs> so We need
2: to put a positive so twist in case on it. So, you don't
1: think you have regrets, I've got a nice list to choose from. <laughs> maybe if someone read it, they'd be like, oh yeah, that's right, I forgot about that one. Yeah, you're right, I have regrets. Um, In no particular order, but I did try to... Prioritize some of these. I didn't go back and get all fancy with, oh, this is this is more of a regret than another one. But as I read this list, I was like, wow, this is really thought-provoking for everyone here today. So while the show topic is in the past, regrets that we've had, the point of today's show is to engage in a thought or a conversation with yourself, which I have those all the time, about... <laughs> What am I doing today that I will not regret later?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's the, that's the success factor here today. What am I doing or not doing today that I may regret later? I really don't care if you believe in regrets or not. <laughs> I really don't. Because in 5, 10, 15 years from now, or maybe just by the end of this year, you don't want to be in a situation where you could have, should have, would have, and didn't. Mm-hmm. Number one on this list, but in no particular order, Working so much at the expense of family and friendships.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Let that sink in for a minute. Working so much at the expense of family and friendships. Folks, we're talking about time. We're talking about time. Never regret the time that you didn't spend with your family. You'll never get it back. Mm-hmm. Those, those uh, longtime listeners of this show know that I have two small children, and, uh, and, I, and I cherish that time. I cherish that time with them. I never want to be in a situation where I will regret spending that time with them. So that's a very powerful one. Number two, turned off my phone more or just left it at home.
2: Woo-hoo! Yeah.
1: Or just take a mallet to it. That <laughs> might be the only thing. That may be the only step you have. <laughs> Put it in a compactor. Uh, we're going to have a whole show on technology at some point. Uh, we do have a special guest in the studio. I don't know uh, if he'll if he'll play along with us later, but we have a big technology guy in the show. Mm-hmm. Or in the studio. Maybe not on the show. He's looking around for that person. He knows who I'm talking about. <laughs> we'll get him on K2's mic if we have to. A um, couple more before we go to our first break. Worrying about what others thought about me so much. I, mm-hmm. I, I say this so often, I don't even know if I've said it on this show. When you're in your teens and your 20s, you really worry about what people think about you. Yes. When you get into your 30s, in in your 40s, you stop worrying about what people think about you. And when you get to be 50 and above, you realize they were never thinking about you to begin with. Okay. Don't regret changing who you are to please other people because you're afraid of how they're going to look at you, how they're going to judge you, how they're going to think of you. Be yourself. Mm -hmm. The fourth one, not having enough confidence in myself. I mean, I think we can all look back in time and say, what was I so scared of? What was I so worried about? Yeah. I mean, you went through that with the radio show, right?
2: Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what was I so scared of? Today we're talking about regrets. Do you have any? Do they even exist in your life? What have you learned from them? If you have a story to share, we want to hear it. If you have advice for our listeners, please call into the show and share it. 804 454 6-6, you have been listening to The Great People Show.
3: Oh, I want something just like this.
4: Caitlin and Brad had always seen their parents as boring adults until their family stayed at the Omni Homestead. Once dad went full desperado during horseback riding and mom left them in the dust while hiking the Cascades Gorge, they learned to never underestimate an inner child. How might staying at Omni affect you? From hayrides to mountain biking, choose a different adventure every day with our adventure package. To learn more and book your next stay, visit theomnihomestead.com. The Omni Homestead Resort. Never stay the same.
0: Before the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People was the Dale Carnegie course. Now, after 104 years, over 8 million people experience Dale Carnegie courses, people like Warren Buffett and Ronald Reagan. The Dale Carnegie experience uses proven techniques to permanently unlock the potential of top talent, making individuals into inspiring leaders and groups into high-performing teams, while reducing the financial and emotional costs of employee turnover. For more information, visit Richmond.com. That's Richmond.com.
4: Jacqueline and Nick thought they knew everything there was to know about each other. But after staying at the Omni Homestead, where they discovered Nick was a natural in a kayak and Jacqueline had a zest for zip lining, they realized every journey is a chance to discover something new. How might staying at Omni affect you? From unlimited golf to intimate dining and romantic spa retreats, visit the OmniHomestead.com to find the perfect package for your next getaway. The Omni Homestead Resort. Never stay
1: the same. Welcome back, folks, to The Great People Show. We are talking today about regrets. And it's a a hot topic. It's been a hot topic on social media all week long. Do you have them? Do they exist? If you don't, why? We have our first caller calling into us from Richmond is Yetta. You had a good morning.
3: What's
5: up? How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? I am fantastic
1: as well. Thanks for joining the show this morning. Thanks for asking me to to call in and just chat for a few minutes. Yeah, we had a great, you had a great Facebook comment about um, regrets, specifically about hurting uh, other people through your growth. Share more about that. Tell us about it. Yeah, so you,
5: and by the way, I love your questions. I I think it's so great when people put posts uh, posts like that on Facebook to get you thinking about something different, other than like their dog walked for the first time or something, (laughs) you know. um, (laughs) Thank you. That (laughs) makes makes a difference. Well, it was just really cool and refreshing to go, huh, wow, so what is it uh, that I regret? And, uh, you know, it took me all of a second to go, wow, you know, what I regret is hurting people and a lot of people, in the process of finding and healing myself. And that just kind of really was it just rung true for me. Yeah. It's, um, it's never our intention. It's, it's honestly never, I don't believe it's ever our conscious intention to hurt people. And when we're on this journey of personal growth and self-discovery, uh, we operate from the level of consciousness that we're at. And we, we most often have to look back to go, wow can't believe i did that
3: yeah and we
5: see the growth that we that we acquired and i mean everybody's journey is different some people grow and they, they don't have those regrets that mm-hmm. was that was not the case for me mine was operating from such a deep deep place of pain and letting my ego just mm-hmm. run over everybody and everything in the process and in the moment if you had just jerked me up by the collar jj and said yetta this is what you're doing i would have said you're crazy you didn't get out of my it. way mm-hmm. yeah you could so see it for yourself because I wasn't at the level of awareness to see it, I was yeah. operating at the level of awareness of the pain and the problems I was causing. You were, yeah, you were looking at yourself,
1: right? And and I'm and yeah. I'm curious if you, uh, since then, have gone back to any of these folks to try to heal the relationship or heal your regret over hurting them.
5: Yes. Yes. And and. That's a, a great, great point to bring up. You can't just go, oh, I'm so sorry I hurt all these people, and then just, you know, move on with your life. Yeah. It definitely was part of the healing process for me to go back and connect with people with, with great humility and understanding they may not all want to connect. hmm And, um, you know, especially, you know, I was, as you know this, I was married for 20 years, and I'm, and when my marriage ended, it was it was hard to go back and have that conversation and say, I'm so sorry I hurt you. hmm and, uh, and, and you know, you, you have this great idea that they're going to go, oh, that's great. We're good. You know, hug it out and move on. And uh, it doesn't always work that way. And, and what, I, what I found was it was a great way for me to explain what I believe. Um, I think a lot of times when we go back and apologize, the apology is for us,
3: mm-hmm. not yeah.
5: necessarily for the other person. And going back and so, you know, being really intentional on that conversation and and starting those conversations and saying, you know, I I want to thank you for showing me parts of myself I couldn't see, because what I learned and what I believe is that all relationships, one are mirrors to our own soul. Oh and wow, two, very powerful. Teachers.
3: Yeah, and yeah,
5: I want well, you know, JJ, you work with people all the time, and, and you deal with disgruntled people and people all complaining, and yep. you know, and, and the truth is, this is this was a big lesson for me. I wasn't raised and I wasn't taught that people were, were giving me a gift in showing showing um, not necessarily positive but also negative things back to me. Uh-huh. And I learned to change my perspective and say, wow, maybe what this person is doing to me is absolutely nothing about them, but it's showing me something mm-hmm. that I need to heal inside of me. Well, not it's so difficult to see that,
1: though. though. Like, and when you're in the moment, it's like the absolute worst time that you can imagine trying to see that. And
5: yeah. So what? What I would tell you is, I never learned it in the moment. I li- it was. This is a lot of retrospect.
1: <laughs> yeah. A
5: lot of carnage to look back and go, "Huh, there's a
1: pattern here. Maybe it's me." <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite saying is the only uh, the common denominator between you and all your bad relationships is you. <laughs> it's hard to swallow yeah, that you, pill.
5: Yeah. Yeah. It really is. It really is. And it just you know that that space of looking back and going. So what is it that this person was just showing me? It's all about perspective. Yeah. You know that what we intention creates what we think. What we think creates what we feel. What we feel creates what we behave and do. And instead of focusing at the, I'm just going to change this behavior. Mm-hmm. I thought, well, let me back all the way up and talk about what is it that I'm intentioning here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and when your ego's driving the show, what it's intentioning is separation.
1: In those in those and moments, we um we try to justify it the other way. We the question you posed probably a minute ago was, what is this person trying to show me? And it is so difficult. Like it it hurts so bad to, to allow that weakness to be seen by ourselves and others that we start to spin it the other direction. We start to blame it on the other person. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: And then to your point, um, sometimes for me, it doesn't take long at all to regret that. Like that afternoon, I regret handling a situation wrong in in the situation you're bringing to the table years later i'm assuming it's years later yeah you're dealing with these re- regrets so from that perspective is the pain of the regret deeper because it took it, it it took such a toll over a long period of time for you to acknowledge it does, does it does it like dig does it does it fester does, does it grow
5: that's a great question also jj because i do think you know some people seem roll over it and they're good and hey thanks and hug it out and move on and that's that's not in my opinion real true growth and healing but then there are also people that indulge in the emotionality and the victimization of mm-hmm.
3: it mm-hmm. and
5: you can stay for too long and so there's a balancing act in figuring out okay so yeah maybe it's been years and maybe that wound will always be there and it'll never ever be completely right and I'm saying that in quotations as yeah. according to my definition of right. Air quotes. But if you but what I've learned is if you linger too long and you just keep playing with that pain like a Rubik's Cube. <laughs> you, you, you know, you can because you well what if I would have done this? Well what if I go back and do mm-hmm. this? Well, how about if I And really just being in a space of completely and totally present in this moment and it's it's there's a there's a payoff our brain actually did you know there there are reward systems in the brain for shame and guilt and blame.
3: Oh wow. So no, I we do can now.
5: Actually, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So we can actually get a payoff from being the victim of our own pain
1: oh, geez. that we've
5: inflicted on other people. It's unbelievable. So it is unbelievable. So, so to answer your question, do I still have moments where I wake up and go, oh, my God, what in the world was I thinking? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you know what? I'm glad I do because it reminds me. I never, ever, ever want to be that person again. Well, how do you yeah. balance the well, toll it
1: takes on you today, though? How do you – how do you take the positive out of that and thank, be thankful for that, but but still put it away long enough not to let it be that Rubik's cube more?
5: Yeah, so I think it's it's all about working your program of just being mindful and present in the moment that you're in because mm-hmm. you know this. We can go back over. You know, I've got forty six years of life. I could go back over and do an archaeological dig. Oh, on I thought it. I thought it was twenty eight. <laughs> well, JJ, <laughs> yeah, I love you. <laughs> and it's... And so you just have it's a a conscious awareness to say, I don't want those old limiting beliefs or those old scripts kicking in and going, yeah, that's right. You sure are. You sure did a number on that person. You sure are. You know, and I don't I don't let the voices take over. And sometimes I have to call a friend. You know, remember that? What was that millionaire TV show? You got your lifeline.
3: Yeah. So,
5: you know, sometimes I call a friend. Sometimes I have a happy hour with you. Sometimes (laughs) I, you know, I read a book. Sometimes I just sit in silence. Every you know, so what I've learned in this journey to healing is once you you go wow, yeah. I don't feel really good about what I did. You then start to say, well, what does make me feel good? Yep. And that internal emotional guidance system. No matter where I'm at, I always have access to. Okay, well, if I say this or do this, this is how I'm going to feel. Mm-hmm. And but if and, I say this or do this, this yeah. is how I'm going to feel. And the emo- that's what you're,
1: you're speaking to that emotional intelligence of self awareness. Mm-hmm. Just you, you, it sounds yeah. like you are so self aware of your emotions. And how they're mapped back to these situations that if you let it go one more second, what's going to happen? So you just pull yourself yeah. out of that situation mentally. Yeah. thank you so much for yeah. being on the show this morning. You've been, a, a I know, a great asset to our listeners. I, I know Yada, people I'm, are going to join this. I'm
2: inspired. Like, I just want to, like, leave the studio and I'm going to go be great today. I'm going to be a great you person. You need to get together. I know. I, I keep Yada, Yada, hearing you you about you and I haven't mentor. met you.
1: To become Kelsey's mentor. Yeah, like-
2: JJ, you hooked that up for us. Well, she's, I definitely
5: would love. She's to going talk back to school
1: it. soon, so we need to, we we need to, we've got some big announcements yeah. coming on the show uh, because uh, Kelsey's awesome. decided to finish her degree. How dare her! <laughs> um, so That's fantastic. so we'll have to do it soon. That's so thanks. Awesome. Enjoy your day. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, yeah, Anna. The same. Thanks, JJ. Bye. Make the world great. You All got right. it. Bye bye. Be great again. Um, so we're talking about regrets how powerful they are in our life, should we have them, should we not. And what we heard from Yetta was it's okay to have regrets as long as you're mapping it right back to uh, what mistakes you've made to make sure you don't do it again. I love the analogy Mm -hmm. of letting that emotion be like playing with a Rubik's Cube. Mm -hmm. And the funny part is I haven't haven't played with a Rubik's Cube in probably 35 years, (laughs) and I found one in my house because we bought one for my son, and I got one side green. (laughs) <laughs> Holy smokes Without pulling the stickers off That's fantastic So anyway This whole thing on regrets We had this list earlier Of other big things that we may regret And one of them on this list is I wish I would have been happier more And not taken life so seriously mm-hmm. Oh my gosh I run into such serious people That get upset about things Even with me mm-hmm. and, I'm, and, 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 and I guess because I've become so confident in myself I get into counselor mode, which is probably one of the worst things you could do with someone that's upset with you. Uh, can we just talk about this? No. Let me go. Um, but literally, it's like I catch myself all the time just Think, why am I so wound up over this? Mm-hmm. Just go outside and have some fun. Yep. Life is short. Another one is gone on more trips with family and friends. I'm a one week a year kind of guy, and it it drives me crazy because I wanna I want to spend more away time with my family. Mm-hmm. I can't make I, I've got, I have to make sure I'm not going to regret more away time with the family later on.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: How's that been in your family? You're about ready to say something. Go for it.
2: <laughs> I was just saying that you went to the homestead, so that was good. That's good. That you took a. I can't little imagine invitation.
1: why. For those of you that listen to the show, however, you like got, to, y'all, we like that homestead around He here. did
2: not discover a zest for zip lining. I did ask him that when he came back that was my first question jd doesn't like heights
1: do you have a zest for zip lining <laughs> <laughs> we may hear about that in just about two and a half minutes
2: well when you are talking about um, family like kind of vacations and taking trips and stuff yeah my parents talk about that all the time especially my mom she always says you know i worked so hard when i was younger and i regret it and i try to tell everybody that is younger that have younger kids like don't work so much. It'll all work out. It'll be okay if you yeah. don't. But um, we try to take, we do stuff together a lot. Every Sunday, we spend the day together on the boat, and we'll take like weekend trips to the beach or stuff like that. But we do try and spend a That's lot fantastic. of time. Together.
1: Yeah, weekend trips are powerful. Yeah, for yeah. that for that time. Mm-hmm. One more before we go to break. This one's big, folks. Letting my marriage break down. Mm-hmm. That's a number one regret of people. Letting the marriage break down. And I, I, I could see that. We have two small kids, and they become the center of the world. Mm-hmm. And you don't notice the little things that happen along the way that you can kind of cover up by having more time with your kids or, you know, what whatever it is. So not having those regrets. Um, we're, we're taking callers today. I know we have someone on hold right now we're going to get to when we come back from break to be a part of today's show, 804-454-1366. To talk to us about your thoughts on regrets, maybe a regret you've had, how you've overcome it, um, something you want to get off your chest.
2: Come vent to us.
1: Come vent to us.
2: JJ will go into counselor mode.
1: In my <laughs> summer cold, berry white voice, come <laughs> vent to us. You've been listening to The Great People Show. Oh, ah!
4: Caitlin and Brad had always seen their parents as boring adults, until their family stayed at the Omni Homestead. Once dad went full desperado during horseback riding and mom left them in the dust while hiking the Cascades Gorge, they learned to never underestimate an inner child. How might staying at Omni affect you? From hayrides to mountain biking, choose a different adventure every day with our adventure package. To learn more and book your next stay, visit theomnihomestead.com. The Omni Homestead Resort. Never stay the same.
0: Before the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People was the Dale Carnegie Course. Now, after 104 years, over 8 million people experience Dale Carnegie Courses. People like Warren Buffett and Ronald Reagan. The Dale Carnegie Experience uses proven techniques to permanently unlock the potential of top talent, making individuals into inspiring leaders and groups into high-performing teams, while reducing the financial and emotional costs of employee turnover. For more information, visit Richmond.com. That's Richmond.com.
4: Jacqueline and Nick thought they knew everything there was to know about each other, but after staying at the Omni Homestead, where they discovered Nick was a natural in a kayak and Jacqueline had a zest for zip-lining, they realized every journey is a chance to discover something new. How might staying at Omni affect you? From unlimited golf to intimate dining and romantic spa retreats, visit the omnihomestead.com to find the perfect package for your next getaway. The Omni Homestead Resort. Never stay the same.
1: Oh, I want something just like every time uh every time our, our our break music kicks in i just go to the night of the roxbury guy i'm banging my head <laughs> we were having some saturday night live trivia contest here earlier the kelsey meister oh my Lord. the christenator <laughs> the copy man <laughs> no one here no one in the studio knew the skit i was shocked The Ashenator. (laughs) So today we're talking about regrets. And uh, I'm going through this list of, it's a big list of uh, of regrets that people have. And if you're just tuning into the show, it's about making sure from this point forward that you're living a life that you will not regret later. And we found on social media, it wasn't as much about what I did do that I regret. It's what I didn't didn't do. do. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: We have an opportunity to do something different today. The next one on the list was taught my kids to do more stuff. And I don't know how you feel, but I don't realize how little I know about stuff until I try to teach my kids how to do it. (laughs) Because they asked me to teach them. I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) I had to learn to become better at fishing. Mm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I still don't know how to work on a car, even though I'd love to teach my kid how to do it. Unless you've seen a car these days, there's just a bunch of wires shooting out of it. Like, I'm not an electrician. (laughs) I'm not an IT consultant. I can't fix a car. Are you kidding me? Um, K2, get your mic ready. You ready? K2, what do you regret? Do you have regrets? What's your thoughts?
6: I'm not really a big regretting person, okay. I guess. and. My reason for that is that my whole life I really didn't have a lot of choice in what happened to me. <laughs> okay. So you didn't I just worked in a like, box, did you? No, no. I was a military kid growing up. So oh. wherever okay. we went wasn't really my choice. What we did wasn't really my choice. So okay. I like, I was aware of that fact and because I was aware of it, I knew that I couldn't do anything about it to change it. Yeah. So that's kind of was like how I felt about everything, Mm -hmm. especially when then it came to my own decisions.
1: Do you regret not breaking out of that more? Like pushing back?
6: Did you do it when
2: you went to college?
1: Yes. Wait a minute. Who's asking the questions around
2: here? Me. I mean, seriously,
1: (laughs) I've noticed a trend. Every time I let K2 get on the mic or- I should say, ask her to get on the mic. Y'all gang up. Like, I just <laughs> ceased to exist on the show. All right, I'm out of here. See y'all.
2: This is, this is the Kelsey show now. <laughs> it is the Kelsey. the
1: great people Kelsey show.
2: All right, so when you went to college, <laughs> we did that change a lot more since you're on your own?
6: Yeah, um, a little bit because, like, I, for me, when I went to college, it was such a big decision because it was the first time that I got to be like, I get to choose where I'm going to be for the next four years of my life. Mm -hmm. Also, I was like four years in one place. I've never done that before. Mm. So that was like a big thing too. And I think... I wanted to go farther from home, but my parents were a little hesitant about yeah. that. Yeah. A little bit. Um, but I'm going to grad school in Boston now, so I'm nine hours away. So I think I'm finally <laughs> making it far enough. So is
1: there it. So is there really a regret there at all? You said you didn't really have any.
6: I don't think, I, yeah, I don't think it's really regrets. Okay. I mean, I, I guess that's how I feel about people, too. I mean, like, you can't change Things that are in the past, so why spend your present time worrying about things that happened already? so can we
1: get into a deep conversation here? <laughs> um, do, you, uh, do you plan on getting married one day?
6: Yes. Do you plan on having kids? Yes.
1: So do, how do you think living that life that you lived in the military will affect how you raise your children?
6: Mm-hmm. Um, I think I always want to encourage them to make friends and cherish every moment that mm-hmm. they have with whoever it is because yeah. you never know how long that's going to last. That's a great point. Mm-hmm. See,
1: that's that's what we're talking about here today around regrets is taking what you've been through and being able to channel that into something positive that you have impact over right now today. Uh, we're going to go to our phone lines. We have another caller in here. We have uh, Mike from Richmond. Mike, joining the Great People Show. How you doing, buddy?
7: Doing pretty good, sir. How are you?
1: I am Great. <laughs> so uh,
7: I know that
1: thank you um, so Mike, tell us about your points of view or your thoughts on on this whole having regrets thing
7: well, they're regrets because you look back on life I'm getting up there in years and, and you <laughs> wonder what would have happened, but it's not so much what would have happened if I would have made a different choice if if I would have had more courage to mm. to go into business for myself for example I've been mm-hmm. in food service uh working for people or in the distribution side for essentially all of my career and there were many opportunities to be my own boss and be my own owner so I just I regret not having the courage to make that decision and go forward with it because I think some of my peers that have done that are some of them have failed but most of them have done quite well and yeah. and When you get to be in your late 50s, you start looking at the time that you commit to different things in life. And one of those that I miss is the time to be able to commit to the family. Mm -hmm. So That's one of the big regrets, or maybe the only really regret I have, because I understand uh, when you make decisions, you you learn from them if they're bad, and you hopefully grow, as many people have commented. But um, I think I could have taken a lot of... uh, a lot of time in my later years, if I'd have been in business for myself, and how does to, that change? Do what I like?
1: How you parent? How you how you mentor and, and and relate to your children?
7: Well, I have a a younger child, fourteen, mm-hmm. and um, it has really changed the way that I expose her to different things. She was born when I was working in a restaurant as a general manager oh, wow. in Maryland. And um, so she was exposed from a very early mm-hmm. age of what it <laughs> is to be a uh, late-working, mm-hmm. all all-on-call kind of thing. But what I've really tried to do, especially since she was 8 or 9, was to expose her to different opportunities. Luckily, she's a very bright individual and, and a good student. But I have uh, enough siblings to realize that education is not... Uh, I shouldn't say education, but education with the sake of a degree is not always the best choice. Mm -hmm. Um, You should be exposed to a lot of things. So I've tried to make sure she understands what the military is about and Mm -hmm. what kind of career that offers, all the way to somebody who works with their hands and Mm -hmm. computer programming, as well as, like I said, my siblings are in education, so they
1: teach. Because you spent so much time in that restaurant in food service and it sounds like the regret may be over just time spent uh and, and to play devil's advocate you here with you here, Mike, maybe owning your own business would have taken more time away from your family. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah. I, I can speak to you from a small business owner. Um, when you don't have when you don't get paid by the hour mm-hmm. and you do have opportunities to do more and work more, you tend to just forget how much time you're spending. Um, in regards to um your your daughter and exposing her to, to, to new things or, or or your relationship with her now, I think you said she's fourteen. Um, do you do you go above and beyond or do you do you anything special to kind of do you feel like you have to make up for that? Like the time? Does it does it cost oh, you? Oh yes. Yeah.
7: And I, I mean we I work for a company that has an office in Hampton and this is one of the regrets I have is that in the summer my wife works as well. Mm-hmm. So we out to the uh, grandparents down in Pocatson, which is you know, 70 <laughs> miles away. It's not that bad, but yeah. but I make efforts to go down during the week. We went out kayaking yesterday, and, oh, and believe me, I would not have done that without feeling like I was starving her, you mm-hmm. know, during the regular it year without enough time. Yeah, you know? so I feel you. like I need to uh, maybe overcompensate. But I take a lot of opportunities like that to do those things, and yeah. we take her to every travel sport game that she's on we you know we center vacations around her instead of us and i think it's a uh it's a benefit to her in some ways maybe but uh to me it feels like i have to do that because i can't work an eight to five or whatever Mm -hmm. the normal hours are nowadays and um
1: and i just feel this because you're saying this that uh and, and i'm not minimizing spending time with newborn children but by missing a few by missing some time years into their early ages may have been necessary to force you to pay attention to it as she becomes a 14 year old young woman because everything i hear about 14 year old girls is you got to keep an eye on them
2: Yep, bless your your heart mike i know what i was like when i was 14 kelsey
1: is not far removed from where your daughter is Oh, i am
7: uh i'm lucky in that she's She's not gone the over-the-hill road <laughs> yet and started chasing guys, thank goodness. Well, I they am. have
1: to be 32 to do that. My daughter, my five-year-old's <laughs> already been I agree. Afforded. I
7: agree. I mean,
1: before you even think about it, you have to be in your 30s. Uh, Mike, what advice would you give us and our and our listeners, if you're at this pivotal moment, maybe they were in your shoes 14 years ago, and uh, they struggled with the idea of starting their own business or uh, finding a job or working less to spend more time with their families, like th- – the. This this is a way that you can pay it forward. What advice would you give us?
7: Well, if you have confidence in yourself, which I felt very confident that I could run it, but what I was afraid of and and I regret is taking that leap because I did not feel that I could be my own boss and Mm -hmm. take on all the responsibilities. But as I've learned, because I'm still really close to this food service industry being a distributor, I see that there are many people who can handle it that I know that I have as much, if not more, on the ball than they do and Mm. some more insight. Go Mm -hmm. ahead and take that jump because if you invest the years, as we were just talking about, the payback will be that you can write your own schedule Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways, which Mm -hmm. I know you do in some ways because I know you spend a lot of time with your children. Mm -hmm. And that freedom, and maybe that's really the root of it, not that I would be rich or anything, but there would be that freedom to to write your schedule i was in sales for a while in food service and and even though i was out there hitting the doors a lot i was able to work around those schedules and i felt like i had more freedom then Mm -hmm. and and that's really what i'm trying to do so i would suggest if if somebody has an inkling to to try something on their own this is still a uh a country where you have that opportunity to succeed and Mm -hmm. And it's a big opportunity if you have a passion for it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It Mike, won't feel like work.
1: Mike, thank you so much for joining the show this morning. Your words of encouragement to others, especially anybody that's struggling with making a big decision in their life and they're leaning towards no, maybe just lean towards yes so you don't regret it. Yep. We really appreciate you, Mike. Thanks for joining us on The Great People Show.
7: Take care, guys. Thanks, you too. Mike.
1: Bye-bye. Uh Mike was speaking around a lot of things that we heard on social media this week. Um As I mentioned earlier in the show, a lot of people regret not going to school. Um, Patrick Morin said skipping West Point, which I've known Patrick for a while, and I had no idea he skipped West Point. Um, We also heard from Catherine Brinkman, who said not applying to Yale. Uh, I was very moved by um, uh, several of the comments that we had uh, around no regrets. Um, Jeff Kinsey said to be a better man than I was. So just in a general sense of just I want to be better. I loved Gordy. Uh, he said, can you ever stop spending enough time with the ones you love or show them enough what they mean to you? Not introducing my girls to the outdoors earlier. Uh, it's true. I mean, we are—we have many opportunities to regret not being able to spend enough time. We want to hear from you to be a part of the show. 804-454-1366. When we come back, we're going to take some more callers and keep talking about this whole regret thing. You've been listening to The Great People Show. <laughs>
4: Caitlin and Brad had always seen their parents as boring adults, until their family stayed at the Omni Homestead. Once dad went full desperado during horseback riding and mom left them in the dust while hiking the Cascades Gorge, they learned to never underestimate an inner child. How might staying at Omni affect you? From hayrides to mountain biking, choose a different adventure every day with our adventure package. To learn more and book your next stay, visit theomnihomestead.com. The Omni Homestead Resort. Never stay the same.
0: Before the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People was the Dale Carnegie Course. Now, after 104 years, over 8 million people experienced Dale Carnegie Courses, people like Warren Buffett and Ronald Reagan. The Dale Carnegie Experience uses proven techniques to permanently unlock the potential of top talent, making individuals into inspiring leaders and groups into high-performing teams while reducing the financial and emotional costs of employee turnover. For more information, visit Richmond.com. That's (laughs) Richmond.com.
4: Jacqueline and Nick thought they knew everything there was to know about each other, but after staying at the Omni Homestead, where they discovered Nick was a natural in a kayak and Jacqueline had a zest for zip-lining, they realized every journey is a chance to discover something new. How might staying at Omni affect you? From unlimited golf to intimate dining and romantic spa retreats, visit the omnihomestead.com to find the perfect package for your next getaway. The Omni Homestead Resort. Never stay the same. Oh, I want something
1: just like this. You are listening to The Great People Show, also known as Your Guide to Greatness. We are so thankful for our listeners. The growth of the show has been absolutely amazing. I'm just overwhelmed with how many people are tuning in. Uh, we're on 97.7 The Answer here in Richmond. Uh, of course, we're streaming right now on Facebook Live, and then we can get the show on uh, Apple's uh, iTunes, iPod. I give it like three names now: Apple, iTunes, iPod, Apple Pod, <laughs> podcasting. <laughs> we'll add something else. We'll add too. something else because Apple will flip it, um, and Google Play, and Spreaker, and Stitcher, and TuneIn. Because we know you can tell your Amazon Echo to Alexa, play the Great People Show podcast and away she goes. And I've heard when I say that on the radio, multiple echoes of people listening to the show now hear the show twice because they're listening to it live. And Alexa's telling them what the show's all about. Um, so we're talking about regrets today. Just a few more items on this list. I'm going to cover a couple more Facebook posts because they were really powerful. And then we have another caller coming in that we need to get him in before the show's over here today. Uh, burying the hatchet. These were, these were top requests or sorry, top regrets that uh, people had bearing the hatchet with a family member or old friend. Mm -hmm. Good news is there's probably still time, except sometimes that regret comes from people that aren't with us anymore. Mm -hmm. We heard that from uh, Angie Wright and Matt Ray both said that their biggest regret in life was not saying, I love you or letting a loved one know as much before they passed. Um, That is incredibly difficult to deal with. Yeah. I mean, that's really, really tough. Matt even talked about going back to um, his grandmother's grave just to try to make that better. Um, so regrets will drive us emotionally to some very powerful levels. Uh, another one was uh, trusting the voice in the back of my head more. We heard that from Mike earlier.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, not getting that degree. Many people told us that on Facebook. Um, this will be the last one on the list that I'll share because I think it is the most important. Spending more time with the kids. Mm-hmm. We can't talk about that enough on today's show, spending more time with the kids. Um, many people talked about uh, not not really having regrets or the fact that um, having a regret has led me to greatness today because now I can focus in on it. I can make things better. I can make dis- different decisions today. Um, we have a caller that we're going to bring on the show here and talk to him a little bit about his perceptions of regrets we have John from Williamsburg. Welcome to the show, John.
8: Thank you, sir. How are you?
1: I am great. That's <laughs> the only answer we give on the show. We're great I'm people having that. great times. Thanks Absolutely. for joining us.
8: I appreciate it very much. Yeah,
1: so tell us about this whole regret thing. Do you have regrets? Do you not have regrets? Which What's your oh, point of view?
8: Yes, I mean, there, there are regrets, and I think that from the, the post comment was the regret is that I don't. Um, maximize a, the day or maximize an opportunity that was afforded me.
3: Mm-hmm. Now, it's
8: not like I have the regrets every single day, but I, I pull back on those experiences that, um, you know, that I just kind of left out there. And, yeah. and I, I put myself in a position to not to not do that again, really.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, you said it doesn't happen every day, but uh, obviously you're doing some sort of reflection Sure. On a on a regular basis of did I did I do, did I get everything done that I could to today? Not from like a to do list. I'm sure like mm-hmm. work. That's the easy part. But <laughs> did I miss anything? Did I miss anybody? Did I did I miss an opportunity with my kids? I mean, does, is that the, ex- is that what you go that's through?
8: Exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. It, it's anything from a workout to a uh, a team meeting to a you know, an opportunity for a coaching session with a with a, a subordinate or mm-hmm. even, you know, the the family side with the kids, with the wife, is that before you go to sleep that night, it's did you take advantage, full advantage of that opportunity to mm-hmm. give everything that you're fully capable of, of giving. Um you know, and it's very easy to fall in the trap of not doing that, you know, to mm-hmm. kinda to get complacent, to, to kinda mail it in and then you know, say to yourself, Well, you know, I got tomorrow, you know, let, let's try it again tomorrow and see how it goes, but you you might have lost an opportunity that you're never gonna see again. So that, that's what really what's all about, personal uh, maximization, and at the end of the day, make sure that I can sleep at night knowing I gave it
1: everything I got. And I'm curious if, if, this, if there's a lesson here in something you can do in the morning before the day starts based on what didn't happen yesterday. You know, it's, it, Do you do that?
8: I do. I try to frame the day up every morning. You know, I try to get up as early as I possibly can. I got two kids now, so uh, <laughs> you know, sleep you know is a, is a premium these days. But I try yeah. to get up as early as I can and kind of set the day up to say this is how we ended it, and this is what we're going to do today to make sure that we are maximizing our opportunities.
1: So, what I hear you uh, saying is, you have to stay on top of it.
8: You do. But, yeah. You, if you, you do.
1: If you stay on top of it every single day, there's a great chance that you're not going to you're you're not going to have big regrets later on.
8: That's right. Yeah, it isn't every day it takes a lot of discipline it takes a you know mindset of setting things into a micro and macro level mm-hmm. of you know your day your month or year or even just this call right now. I mean this is a great opportunity to get to, to catch up with you. I haven't seen you in quite a while yep. and I want to make sure when when we're done with this call I can say that you know I I did what I needed to do and got it
1: done. Yeah. Um do you have any long-term regrets? Like things that before you cuz you're 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 talking from a rock solid position, John. Mm-hmm. But if you're like me, you weren't as rock solid earlier mm-hmm. in your years. Is there, oh, any, is there anything that drove you like any kind of big regrets that maybe drove you to be this kind of person today? No,
8: absolutely. I I think about it. I probably would say regularly. I think about my extremely short collegiate uh, lacrosse career, and, okay. and I know that's something we've talked about before. And you know, and when I didn't make the team the second year, there was a lot of this excuse making mm-hmm. to why it didn't happen. Yeah. You know, and as you, you mature, uh, I was able to accept and very humbly able to accept that it's because I didn't give it what I needed to give it. Yeah. And you know, I didn't put in the effort that it needed. I didn't I didn't respect it, you know, the way it needed to be respected and you know, and I didn't ultimately continue something I really was passionate about.
1: In that situation, um you probably at some point realized I could have given more on the field. I could Absolutely. have worked hard. And, and can I assume that it's because you had more confidence in yourself than, like, you, you were kind of taking things for granted, like, oh, I'm good. I'll just show oh. up. I'll just do my thing, and, you know, I'll be great.
8: 100% yeah. was the falling victim into coming in from a small, you know, a small town where you think you're the, you think you're the stud, and then you're surrounded by <laughs> 40 studs, and you're, you're, you're like stud, the last John. man on <laughs> Yeah, Well, m- maybe a little bit back then, but obviously it wasn't <laughs> stud enough. Um, but yeah that's exactly what it is and then and then it kind of it grows from there and I start looking about my my college experience and I I look at you know how there's some classes that maybe I mailed it in or I just didn't really I didn't really give it all that I had you know and now that I got two kids that you know I'm committed to 100% putting them in a path that you know they're going to do the right thing and, and want to again maximize their opportunities to know that if you don't Mm-hmm. you might not ever have that opportunity again.
1: Gone. is there something um is there something that you catch yourself with today with your children where you have to psychologically say you know I'm not giving it right now i gotta force myself to go do this uh just is there anything around specifically the children where you have to get your mind around it and push yourself to to, to give more
8: you know jj it's, it's it's an everyday thing that I think about it, it, with my kids. Is that just this morning? You know, I, I needed to get out the door. Mm-hmm. I needed to get in the office, and you know, my oldest was asking me to, to read a couple pages of a book that he's obsessed with right now. And it'd been very easy to say, "Look, I got to get is. in the office," you yeah. know, and and that's just not that wasn't the case. I mean, you got to shut it down. You got to take the time. Mm-hmm. You got to you know make sure because that little thing could impression him to mm-hmm. say that you know it's okay to mail it in once in a while. Yeah you know and i i could have been late a few minutes it's okay yeah. you know him getting that time to realize that this is what's important let's set aside time let's let's create a, a little mini goal let's accomplish that goal and let's move on to the next one um you know there's a growth opportunity for him and he, you know at 3 years old so yeah, yeah it, it really is a daily practice to you know to say to yourself that you got to maximize that opportunity because it's never coming back and i know it's kind of cliche and it's easy to say that yeah. but you know you can look back every one of us can look back to an opportunity that we had that we just we squandered it or we just mm-hmm. didn't just didn't give it all we had
1: yeah well, and that yeah. that has to drive you and us and in in all of us forward in the next better decision, doesn't it yeah um, absolutely because we've we've heard from a couple call couple callers already or one caller or earlier that says the biggest regret he has is better time with his children. Mm-hmm. And it was based on work. You just got consumed with with work, and and I know with what you do, you could easily consume yourself with work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and you know being you know well, I'll just let my wife take care of it, or they'll take him over right. here, Or they'll take him over there, and then you turn around and you're like, man, how did you grow six inches? Mm-hmm. Right. It, yeah. How did? How, when did you learn those words? <laughs> and and then when the wife says, oh, he's been using those words for for weeks, you're like, all right, yeah. gut check, <laughs> gut check.
8: It it is. It is. I mean, there's obviously a priority, you know, a priority element to this. But you know, you just got to put it in, put it in the list in order, and yeah. then make sure you're, you're getting after it.
1: I'm curious how many people actually create a list of priorities. How many sit down and write a list right. of this is my number one priority in life. No mm-hmm. matter what sure. happens today, this is my number one priority. This is my number two, and this is my number three. Mm-hmm. And I, I got to confess, I'm sitting here thinking this is a great idea. I should do that. Yeah. Because I think yeah. we want to. We always want to say, well, of course my kids are first. Of course my wife is first. Of course God is first. Of course, if you're in the military, my country you know, whatever right. it is, right? And, you know, people in the military, they have their own formal ranking of uh, first, second, third. That's kind of what they do in the military. Mm-hmm. Um, but how many of us actually sit down and do that in writing and post it somewhere?
8: Mm-hmm. Right. That's very Good powerful. Point. Good point.
1: And I'm sure, John, I'm sure you already, you've already you already done that, right? That's There you're... is
8: an element of—, <laughs> of some type of journaling in the morning to, to again to set the framework for, for what we're gonna accomplish today. Yeah. Um everything from a from a dietary to a physical fitness to a wow. professional goal to a you know the, the again the family element. Now it, it's not it's not something some grandiose list that I'm scratching off and I feel yeah. great about. It's just
3: yeah.
8: it, it creates a, a laser focus on what is really important to you at that time. I yeah. mean, priorities are going to change. Um, you know, you, you're going to have to sacrifice time, but understand there's a cost associated or a regret Absolutely. associated. Um, but it's just that constant discipline to know that this is how it needs to work, and it's just creating that framework and, and, and getting it done.
1: Amen. John, thank you so much for joining the show today, and man. You've you. have been a valuable asset because of this interview with John and the call from John. We are all going to go make our priorities in life yeah. and put them on the wall. <laughs> Thanks, John. Okay, yeah. See you, buddy. Thank you.
8: Take care. Take care. Bye.
1: We've been talking about regrets today, and uh, I'm actually feeling pretty encouraged that I haven't screwed up too much in life, and that everything that I've done that was a really, really bad decision, probably one of my bigger regrets uh, was what we heard from Mike earlier, is not having more courage in life earlier. And I noticed that from, um, Kelsey, people your age, people in their early 20s, Mm -hmm. mid-20s, Like, and maybe it's because of the internet and accessibility to things that we, I don't know, is it easier to take risks, do you think? I mean, you're, you don't know because, you know, you haven't lived my life and I haven't lived yours, but it just seems like if you're in your early 20s, there's just less things to screw up if you take these risks.
2: I think it depends on where you're at in your life. Um, And obviously everybody's case is different. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I feel like right now being um a senior in college mm-hmm. i definitely there is some things that i could screw up that could
3: <laughs>
1: True. that can mess up everything that i've done the past three Good years point. well i'm glad you're aware of it yes <laughs> so here here we have to wrap up our show today on regrets our motivational monologue when we make a decision resulting in an ugly aftermath we refine what we do want in our life we will make no mistakes it reminds us of our weaknesses and developed strengths we only will have experiences. That's it. That's all we get are experiences. As we live and learn from mistakes and failures, the regrets we have will change the way we see ourselves, the way we see others, and the way we take advantage of doing the things that are right. We will judge others less, become kinder, and really appreciate where we are in life and who we've become through this process. We want to thank you for joining The Great People Show. Oh, I want something. Because whoever you are, wherever you are in life, just know that you are on your way to greatness.